The Spurs offseason is here, but just is it really a make or break one? You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great uh, week. Halfway through, almost there to the weekend. Hey, this episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Skip trials or trips to the grocery, excuse me, and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's number one in America. It's the number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash NBA 60 and use code NBA 60 for 60% off and free shipping. So yeah, hello fresh. What are we talking about today? Well, the off season is here, but a lot of eyes from Spurs fans are looking at this as you got to do it. You got to swing for the fences. You got all that money. You got those draft capital 14%, but is it really a make or break off season for this Spurs and also should Spurs fans exercise the same patience as they did in the regular season now in the off season who is helping me today my good friend my Ken's five colleague he is Casey Vieira Casey welcome back to lockdown Spurs by the way how is the uh your your senatorial campaign going I heard you're running for senate congratulations Casey congratulations news to me <laughs> news to me so to answer your question, not good then. <laughs> All but horrible. Every every time I meet up with Casey and um he by the way, he dresses very, very snazzy sometimes. He's 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 quite put together. Um I try to look like I belong. What can I say? <laughs> you 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 strike me as a politician sometimes. You have that politician look. I don't know if everybody's ever told you that. No. But no, no, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Depends on the politician. Okay? Right. Exactly. Depends on politician. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Notice, uh, he'll talk- notice he did not say notice. He did not say Nirenberg because that would be a massive compliment to, you know, my biceps and my physique. So notice, Jeff. No, 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 no. It's actually it's actually to protect him from you. So we don't show oh. him because if we say oh. you, then. You know, he's he might be, tuck his tail between his legs and say, one day I'll get to KCV levels. One day. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he's saying. <laughs> Follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. And we'll talk about what Casey has cooking on the sports desk side of things over at Ken's 5 TV. So, Casey, we are here. The offseason is officially underway for the silver and black. A lot of fans are, you know, rubbing their hands together, grinning from ear to ear, saying, here we go. Here we go. This is it. Wimby, here we come, or Scoot, okay, and look at all the money they got. Look at all these kids they got they, and these contracts, and woohoo, we're set to go. But Casey, is it really a make-or-break offseason for this team, even though they're not even, I wouldn't even say they're middle of their rebuild yet. I think the rebuild is still beginning. No, it's not make-or-break. It's not make-or-break, because this is a rebuild. It's what it's all about. A rebuild, you know, where we're so unfamiliar to it in San Antonio, you think, oh, right, you know, we we get Wimbanyama, we get Scoot Henderson, and uh, we're right back at him, baby. We're in the playoff conversation. Not really. That doesn't really. That's not how this thing works. And you know, when you commit to a rebuild, this is. It, it's not like what OKC is doing right now, where they they hoarded all those picks 
took a yeah. you know a, a 18 month hiatus from postseason relevancy and now they're back in the play in that doesn't really happen to a lot of teams not to say it couldn't happen with the Spurs potentially mm-hmm. it's a great unfamiliarity uh, to see that type of thing happen so in that respect no I don't think this offseason is make or break uh, obviously we're all we're all geared up hoping that that lottery ball that last mm-hmm. pick the Spurs way but being real there's a better chance than not that it doesn't and there's an 86 percent chance that it does not and we're talking them taking a scoot henderson we're talking them taking you know brandon miller and and this thing changes very differently and if that happens then yeah you can't look at it as hey this is a make or break from here on out so no i don't think it's a make or break offseason it's it's an important offseason Right. And I think what we saw this year on varying fronts is a lot of question marks about a lot of guys on this team that we thought might have been mainstays, so to speak. And now I don't want to say we're second guessing, but we're opening opening dialogue to new possibilities. Uh, do I think any of that happens? Knowing the Spurs, probably not. Probably not. But then again, you know that's. That's nothing compared to recent history, which has shown that Brian Wright's not afraid to pull the trigger a little bit if something juicy is there. But largely, for the most part, back to the overriding point here, no, I don't believe it's make or break. It's important, but right. not make or break. Yeah, you know, even you, you go a step beyond that is it is important. I do agree with you, but we're not there because you can't tell me that a 19 year old French guy, kid, teenager is going to put on that Spurs Jersey and lead the team to the promised land day one. He's not, he's great. He's good. He's phenomenal, but it's not the Tim Duncan level. Uh, I'm not ready to put him up that level. That surefire hit player. That's going to come in and just transform your franchise overnight. Tim did that. Mm -hmm. David did that. LeBron did that. He's Generational, yes, but I think he still needs time. And right. he, you know, Scoot, and then you go down, down one. Scoot, good, but he, I don't think he'll lead you to the promised land as well. And here's the thing, too: even if they, if you brought it up uh, greatly, even if they do win the lottery, we talked about it right now. I think with Wimby, you're three years away, maybe, from being a real powerhouse. Depending on what they make, uh, like the moves they make, Brian Wright does. Uh, how much they're going to build I, around I them? Yeah. From or what's the definite? What are we looking for? For powerhouse or, or at least playoffs? At least playoffs, like that team that you got to pencil them in one through six in the West, not that play in stuff. One through six. Yeah. Then you're probably you're probably looking at three to four years. I right. would say so. Yeah. yeah. Gen- generally, generally speaking, you know, for a lot of these teams that do end up with these. Fire can't miss top pick hit of the of the draft. You're looking at generally speaking a three to four year window. Yeah, yeah right. I would say so. Yeah. And here's the thing too: you look at the uh, Spurs and their situation, and you know there's still a possibility that that coin flip doesn't go their way. They tied Houston uh, with the same record, and when it comes down to it, and they got to flip a coin. You know, there's another odds 
that are, you know, 50-50 not to, not to go against. And then you also got to factor in the 14% just to win the lottery itself. So, yeah, the numbers don't really show a lot of strength the Spurs way. You just got to cross your fingers and hope everything goes the right way when the balls start turning and the names of the teams get pulled out for the draft lottery order. And then you, there's also this too, Casey. I mean, worst case scenario, they could, worst case is they fall to seven. And you're definitely not going to get uh, 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 an impact player like you would with Scoot, maybe uh, Brandon Miller, and of course, Wemby. So there's so much going on right now. And here's the thing too. Here's who knows how many of the key free agents will be back. I mean, Trey Jones is one. You know, will he be back? Then there's chemistry issues that they got to work on. Uh, contracts that need to be sorted out. Devin Vassell, namely. So I think fancy to understand, Casey, that just because you win the lottery, it ain't over. It still may be another down season, even with a Wemby. Oh, it will be another down season. I don't, I, I, I there's no doubt in my mind that that next year. Are you saying down like we just experienced right now or a, a little less uglier than that? I could see it not as bad as this year, but I could see a world where they win where the season is a 30-win season. That's improvement. I mean, that is improvement, but it's <laughs> yeah. not, you know, it, right. It's not 22 wins, but you're not going anywhere of note with 30 wins. But I, I, I do think you're looking at another losing season, a convincingly losing season, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps that competitiveness that they showed throughout the season will just be sustained more. Maybe they take teams instead of to two quarters to three and a half quarters. But uh, yeah, I think they'll get better. The product will get better. It's just a matter of, is this off season going to be one that rapidly increases uh, this down period for the Spurs franchise or keeps it at the same? Because if they fall to seven worst, worst case scenario, I don't know if they're, they're, they're still winning 30 games. I, I don't know. Maybe high twenties. But I'm I'm with you right there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much better they are. If right. they are, if they do, yeah. If they are, how, how much better they are with Scoot? Scoot is in the Spurs uniform. Uh, how many wins does he get you? I, I think in the immediacy, probably you're probably at. Yeah, you're probably close to that thirty win mark. Yeah, yeah. I it, I, it, I think yeah. I think with Scooter Wembenyama, I don't think both the two of that in the again in the immediacy, not long term. They don't exactly. You look at it. I don't. I don't think that's the difference of you winning forty games with Wembenyama as opposed to thirty games with Scoot. I think you're looking at that same ballpark for both. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, Brandon Miller, you don't know what he's going to provide. And here's the thing, too. I think fans are forgetting this, too. Scoot and Wemby, well, let's start off with Scoot. He's a G League Ignite player. Nothing wrong with that level of competition, but he didn't go in an NCAA tournament. They mix right. it up with some splash of NBA veterans in the G League Ignite system, but it's not at that level. Now, Wemby, he's, def he's definitely playing professional ball overseas on, in, in, in France. But again, he didn't experience an NCAA tournament. Uh, you know, there, there, were, there was no – the pro level in France is way different than the pro level in the NBA. So there's still question marks with those guys. Can they adapt? And I think they will. 
But as far as it being a make or break, no, I don't think we're there yet. I think a Spurs franchise will face a make or break situation once every all the pieces are in place. So let's just say yeah. they have Wimby and then they have Scoot. Right. And then there's that following offseason. It's okay. We got to get something around either one of those players to get this going. I think then you say make or break, Casey. Your thoughts? What What's your, I guess, and you kind of hit on it. What What is the your definition of make or break? Because like, uh, I, I I feel like we're in the ballpark, but there still is an aspect of subjectivity there. Yeah, I think the make or break for this off season, we're not there yet in the sense of all right, we're on the clock. Title or playoff spot is within grasp. Um, let's go for it and yeah, let's make all the right moves. Let's use this cash that we have. Let's use all these draft picks that we got and let's make it happen overnight. We're not there yet because I think the dominoes still have to be put in place before you push them. And then everything, uh, the chain reaction happens. We're right. I, not there yet. Uh, so, and, but I think there's a lot of Spurs fans think it is a make or break. Like, Oh, we went through this, we went through this down season you know, with 22 wins. And for what we fall to five. You know, that, that's right. a reality. That that can happen. And then mm-hmm. you guess what? Rebuild continues. So, yeah, it's definitely yeah. interesting to, to see exactly how Spurs fans are going to react if the ping pong balls don't fall their way. Hey, we're talking with Casey Vieira of Ken's 5 TV. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. When we get back, we're going to continue this uh, discussion, the Spurs offseason, whether it's a make or break one, and much more right here on Lockdown Spurs. Well, I want to talk to you about the Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. you got to get this game right now. It's the coolest game I've played in a long time, and I've always thought I could be a great NBA GM. Well, guess what? I am not. Yeah, it's really not that easy. If you have had the thought and have fantasized about managing your own basketball franchise, go download Ultimate Pro Basketball GM right now. The game allows you to manage every strategic ap- uh, aspect of the franchise from playing through seasons, leading your franchise to glory, your fans to glory, building a historic dynasty. In the simulation, you're responsible for hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players, and making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft ups and downs of multiple seasons, and so much more. It's a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free. Play ball offline, play on the go when you want, as often as you want. And the Lockdown Spurs hosts are loving it right now. They're talking trash, so you'll definitely enjoy it too. Lockdown Spurs listeners can get themselves a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. Just go check it out. Download the game. You first want to go to probasketballgm.com, scan the code, look it up on the app stores as your second option. That's probasketballgm.com. Ultimate Basketball GM, start your fantasy today. We're back right here on Locked Up Spurs with Casey Vieira. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. The only man who is bigger than the mayor of San Antonio. Those biceps are huge, Casey. I wish. (laughs) You ever see when he puts out photos of himself? Yeah. Like, geez. Listen, man. Listen, man. If I looked, if if I looked like that, and I was in, in position of authority, I would casually drop that stuff in there too. You're, you're, well, you would probably show well, up to Spurs game shirtless. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you probably go to Spurs game shirtless with just a tie on to flex all that uh, stuff. I'd probably get fired after. You probably get fired. Yes, but what a way to go out, though. That that that'd be funny. 
That'd be hilarious. So Casey be, would never do that. Ken's five. Tegna. Casey I'd be the only guy that. to get. Yeah, I'd be the only guy to get fired from two jobs. It's one singular thing. <laughs> All right, we're talking about the Spurs offseason. If it's a make or break one, now Casey, I heard you. You had some uh, some kind of a final thoughts on this. Uh, what are you thinking? I don't think that there is a a singular move within the next two years that can make the Spurs a play a playoff team. Maybe play in. I just think that there's they're so far behind on everything else with this rebuild as expected. Even with the assets that they have, re, we're talking realistic moves here. With the assets that they have, what would suggest that they would give up something to acquire someone that could get you there? Like, okay, like Jalen Brown. Do the Spurs have anything mm-hmm. that they could deal to get Jalen Brown? Uh, we're excluding the pick this year. Mm-hmm. Not really. Not really, no. Not really. So I, I, unless they bottom out again, which is possible next year, and they get the number one pick overall in the draft, and it's like for the number one straight up for somebody, I don't think there's a singular move that has them anywhere close to real playoff relevancy for at least the next two years. Uh, right. That was pretty much it. That was pretty much the point. Yeah, but you, I mean, for like the Jalen Brown situation, maybe uh, you draft the the overall hands down pick and then maybe throw it at Boston. You know, in that scenario, like, hey, we have Wimby, and would you like, you know, I don't know, making this up, Keldon or, or Trey Jones thrown in, something like that, you know. But I mean, barring that, which is I don't think it will ever happen. But yeah, I mean, the Spurs currently don't have the pieces no. to make. Right, a deal. I mean, I'm unless Danny. I'm- yeah, I'm excluding this year's draft pick because we know okay, that. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, but barring that, yeah, but it's just interesting to see, you know, the reaction if the Spurs don't have Lady Luck on their side and the balls don't fall their way and they don't get one, two, or three and they fall to seven or, or that coin flip with Houston doesn't fall their way. So, yeah, Spurs fans definitely got to realize that this is an important offseason. But we're not at make or break quite yet. And speaking of Spurs fans, the Spurs fans, for the most part, maybe not the full season, but for a good chunk of the season, they understood what it is what it is. They're 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 getting they're bottoming out. They, they want to get one of the fourteen percenters. They got it. They're in. But just as much as they exercise patience during the regular season and the tank that the Spurs did, should that carry over now into the off season and beyond? They still got to keep that same energy, even if they win the lottery or get one, two, or three, that they have to realize it ain't over yet. Oh, without a doubt, they have to exercise yeah. it. I mean, they got this far with another couple years. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it, rough, Casey. This past season was rough. Better days have been had. Better seasons have Oof. been had. <laughs> there were times, Casey, where I tuned out where I would say, I don't care how the game starts. Just talk to me at halftime and let me know where they're at. <laughs> and that's it. All I need to know. And now for the most part, not all the time, you know, they had some comebacks, but for about 95% of the time, you knew what the outcome was going to be in a Spurs game. If they were down at, at half and I'm being generous you're telling, there. You're telling me champagne, yeah. that champagne's growth didn't pique your interest. Okay, well, individually, yeah, there were some eyebrows raised, but collectively, as a team, no, 
No, I, I, I yeah. turned out. I, you know, you sure it was good to see the highlights. Oh, Malachi is doing well, and Champagne. Look at him; he'll be another find. Well, Zach Collins looks like that top ten pick he is, uh, but as a unit, no, not really. Because yeah. I, I'll tell you a story. I remember last, technically now last season, the Spurs were up. I would say about 10, 12 points. Casey, all I did was just go to the kitchen, grab myself a drink and a little bit of snack to eat at my table, came back, and they're down 10. Like that. I was like, what, what just happened? What just happened? Oh. And I remember it was a game that I was, I was up for. I was like, oh, you know, maybe they can get this one. So yeah, collectively, yeah, it didn't it didn't do do me anything. But now, now I'm curious, what were you doing when they blew the 30 point lead against the Grizzlies? Oh, God, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I should have stapled myself to the chair. But I think the Spurs <laughs> fans definitely need to exercise the same type of patience as they did in the regular season for this silver and black team now in the offseason. It's going to be fun. It's an exciting one. You can't tell me all fans are going to blow up their social media come lottery night. Uh, you know, that's going to go crazy. But It'll be a place, yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely going to be one, especially if team compete, the ones that were anti-tank, you know, they see the Spurs in any land one, two, or three. Oh, you know, it's going to be civil war all over again. But I just think that, Again, we got to reiterate that this this team is still in a rebuild. And here's another piece of the rebuild not many are talking about, Casey, is mm-hmm. you're going to have to rebuild that coaching staff eventually when Pop says adios because you'll oh, likely yeah. have a one, two, or three pick this upcoming offseason, hopefully crossing fingers. But guess what? Oh, yeah. There's still another major piece of the Spurs franchise is to be redone, and that's the head coaching spot and the coaching staff. Because let's just say they bring in Casey Vieira, uh, you know, a hot shot head coach out of New Jersey. And you come in, Casey, and you're like, yeah, thank you. I am, you know, I'm going to bring it back to glory. I'm bringing my own crew, though. And you, <laughs> bye-bye, Mitch Johnson. Bye-bye, everybody. You know, that could well, happen. Well, that's probably, honestly, that's probably why they'll end up, you know, the day it does happen, and we, at this point, we have no idea when it's going to happen. The day it does happen, to fix that process, barring something entirely against the norm of the Spurs, which, hey, you know what? What happened? Crazier things have. I don't see them going outside of something in-house or somebody that has plenty of Spurs roots that would not keep it that way, mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. In my mind, the way I see them doing it. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like, it's like, okay, Say I know I know people very loosely, and this is kind of a Twitter chatter, so to speak, more so. But you know, if it's Jay Wright, Jay Wright's probably mm-hmm. taking his own guys in. Oh yeah, and if, yeah, Jay Wright's Jay Wright's bringing his own people in. So it is a lot yeah. of these names are getting it thrown around. Some of them don't have Spurs ties. Mm-hmm. That would be a bit one. You know, yeah, that would definitely be notable. And change would definitely come there. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing, too. you you got to understand, it, you know, the roster may be in full fo- focus right now. And and I get it. And even some of the players may not be here. Yes, even big-name players on the roster. Can you sit here, Casey, and tell me that you would be completely shocked if you read a report that the Spurs are shopping Keldon? I wouldn't. Oh, not. No. No. I wouldn't. Absolutely. 
but right, but but you know what? That's that's them doing their smart due diligence. And you're in the impasse that they are right now. If it means that the right deal is there to try to further this process, that that's the move you make. Because mm-hmm. if there's anything, you know, we learned this year that Kelvin's a nice player, but if there's something there that's going to expedite this process and you can get somebody that better fits around Wembenyama, I mean, you do that trade 10 times out of 10. Exactly. Yeah. You do that 10 times out of 10. Kelvin, thank you for your service. You've been a good community guy. We all love you around here. But the reality is, you know, you're, you don't fit around Wembenyama. You're, gonna be gone <laughs> the focus yeah, changes directly yeah. after the draft so yeah. uh yeah i could entirely see a world where that happens as well you know who fits around wimby right now uh, casey Vieira. i think they gotta sign you casey that. right now and they, they gotta gonna put you right next to wimby right now yeah I need well i mean you got you got the right. bulk you got the size right. man you can make make that space for him yeah You're put huge. me out there to yeah put put me out there for some court spacing to have my quarter three get blocked from the wing extended, totally overestimating my ability to shoot it over them. That'll be great. Uh, well, 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 look, um, I, I, you can see the chatter already. Spurs fans are saying, well, we can't do this again. Well, we can't do this again. Whew, that was rough. And it was rough. Yes, it was rough. But, yeah, that could happen you again. You've got to be doing it again, so get we, comfortable. This <laughs> team could be doing this all over again. And you know what, Casey? I am not going to be surprised if it does happen again. Maybe they okay. Maybe they win 28 yeah. games next season, 29 games. But it'll still be a down season. And, and then, I mean, look, look at how you know player injuries were up this year. You know, you're not going to win. Nothing happens. You know, and luckily this for the Spurs, the only outside of Devin Vassell, they didn't really have a significant injury. You know, okay, Bassey throw him in there. You know, practice Patella, but I mean nothing major to any of the the collectively. Like, like Vassell's out and Kelton's out. We all know what they were doing to close out the season. You can't tell me Sohan was was good to go. Oh yeah, to play. No, they were good yeah. to go. Right. You know, I really thought he was going to play in the Austin games because they were showcasing him. In, in in Austin in that Spurs week, so I was a little shocked they didn't play him. But uh, yeah, Spurs fans, guess what? You might have to exercise patience this off season and next uh, season. But when we get back, we're gonna put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs right here with Casey Vieira, my colleague over at Ken's Five uh, TV. But before we do that, I want to talk about FanDuel. Hey, look. Grand slams, no hitters, the double plays, they're all back. And there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can set up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up, place your bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you do not win. Look, you can make bets, uh, especially for opening day, the weekend, You know, such as, oh, a pitcher's going to go over the strikeouts or... Aaron Judge is going to pick up where he left off with a home run. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash lockdown to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. And also want to talk to you about our newest sponsor here, right from San Antonio. We're talking about Mudslingers drive through Coffee. The, the Spurs season may be over, but you can still go to Mudslingers drive through Coffee right now. It's a locally owned independent coffee shop 
proud to make delicious coffee for our San Antonio community. They do it fast and friendly, so you can get on with your day. Whether you're in the mood for a latte, cold brew, or a Red Bull-infused lightning bolt, I think Casey can handle that one. Casey, I think you can handle two of those. But they have drinks cold, for every I, I to, you know, It's funny you say that. I went to Mudslingers uh, a couple of days ago, and I had a cold brew, and I felt like punching somebody in the face. That's how, that's how strong it was. I was awake. So, that face yeah. was me. That, that was my face, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> so, if you were right in front of me, that would have been it. So, so here's here's the ringing endorsement testimonial. It was very good cold brew. It was very good. Um, I didn't need any at that point in the day, so that was probably part of the reason why. But it was very good, very tasty. I recommend it. You can go back will, to reading the plug now. So Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. But I will be going to Mudslingers very, very soon. By the way, they also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options. You can even have caffeine-free drinks. For those who just want to take it easy, swing by Muslinger's Coffee Drive-Thru for a co- for a tasty, convenient caffeine fix. It's located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 21 and 1604. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Life is too short for bland coffee. Let's bring him back. Casey Vieira right here on Lockdown Spurs. We're talking about your silver and black and so much more, including how, you know, Casey is the only man that can stand up to Hulk. Because he's built like a freight train. Anyway, I always forget that you're also a closeted nerd. Was that? Didn't you have my buddy Vinny Manzetta on here talking about Thanos the other day? Trying to yeah, yeah. He 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 took the compliment. I told him I go. I heard that you're the only one that can take on Thanos, Vinny. And he says I'll do whatever I can to raise up my stock. (laughs) Maybe Vinny's too nice. He would try to negotiate with him. Yeah, he, Vinny would definitely negotiate. But anyway, um, let's go to wrap up our, our chat about your silver and black. So quick Spurs news. Casey, I want to get your reaction to this. Would you believe me if I told you the Spurs saw a spike in attendance? No. Exactly. But I was shocked just <laughs> as you were. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't I be surprised. They, yeah. They were very factors but yeah there were varying factors yes but if you're just crunching numbers spurs fans then the spurs technically saw a rise in home attendance this year according to the sports business journal the spurs saw a 12.8 percent increase in home attendance as compared to last season 21 20 i'm sorry 22 sorry 21 22 there we go and then to 22 23 season so season over season the spurs saw a rise now Casey, the Spurs were still near dead last in home attendance and overall attendance for this season only, or this past one. They were ranked 25th. But you got to wonder what it would look like if they didn't factor in those Mexico City games, that Austin game, and especially the Alamo Dome game. Perhaps it would have been a little worse, Casey. It would not have been closer to the top, that is for sure. That is for sure. So kudos Spurs fans, you went out. You definitely, Casey. They technically did show up for the Alamo Dome game, so they did their part. So I know. Hey, listen. You know, we make the witty comments, but it's better than sixty thousand, sixty three thousand people not showing up for that game. Can you imagine how bad that would have looked? (laughs) They got thirty. Holy! (laughs) I don't even want to think about that. That would have been a disaster. I know uh, for a fact. A lot of the from the Spurs inside. Uh, we're, we're we're stressing out about that game. They were really having a hard push to get people out there, and I'm glad I'm glad they uh they uh they were able to get that well, goal. Did. Hey, that yeah. go ahead. No, they they did it. That, that, that yeah, 
put they were stressing for. They did it. So yeah, yeah exactly. So congratulations, Spurs. You know what? We always make fun of the Spurs '99 title with the asterisk. Maybe we should put an asterisk on these numbers. Okay. Did we? Yeah. That would be... Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> but the thing, I mean, it is an increase by definition. It but is. nevertheless, nevertheless. So again. From last season, 21-22, from 22 to 23. Yeah, that time, the Spurs' home attendance did rise. I, I was interested to find this, Casey. The Spurs had a better attendance to show up on the, on road games versus home games. Yeah, that's so, interesting. Yeah. I, I, more people I, showed I, up. I, to, I, yeah. Yeah, you told me that before we went on. I was like, well, you framed it the other way around with the home attendance part of it. I was like, wait a right. minute. So that means they yeah. did better on the road? Yeah, they actually did better on the road, yeah. Than they did the AT and T. But again, it's that it's those numbers. It's the dome game numbers, the Mexico game numbers, and the pair of Austin game numbers. So right. keep that in mind, everybody. In other Spurs news, Jonathan Simmons, you remember him, Casey? Remember Juice? Of course. Well, he reacted to the uh, Kyle Anderson, Rudy Gobert the thing there they had on their sidelines right before the end of the season. Uh, Rudy Gobert, as everybody knows, took a swing at Kyle. I don't even know if it's a swing. He just shoved, punched him, I guess. And Kyle Anderson took exception to it, and it almost got ugly. Nevertheless, it was reported and allegedly that audio leaked from uh, the Minnesota locker room, and Kyle Anderson is kind of going at the mouth and calling out his teammate. Drew Simmons uh, shared his thoughts on it and said that it had that happened in San Antonio, Whoever leaked it to the media would have gotten canned on site. Yep, that's about the Spurs way, isn't it, Casey? <laughs> that uh, sounds par for the course. Yes, I have nothing that, no, no evidence, exactly. documented evidence or other sort of evidence that would suggest otherwise. So that checks out. That definitely checks out. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the uh, Spurs offseason? Are you biting your fingernails? You think they got to do it? It's make or break. They have to g- get everything right. Or are you saying, you know what? I got to take it easy. We'll see how this plays out. And if it continues, it continues. You can let Casey know your thoughts on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Casey, what's going on on the Ken's 5 TV sports side of things? Spurs season is over, but I, I, I'm assuming you're all still going to be covering just the NBA playoffs and, and whatnot. Are they, are they even the Brahma still playing? Man, Brahma's. I think we talked about it before on here. I feel bad. And, and, I feel like they. Brahma, did, I feel like they did them dirty, right? The schedule. Did yeah, them yeah. I think I've had this. We've had this conversation, and, and part of it's on themselves because you know they have not played well. But when you're in an upstart league like this, and you play one game on the road in front of a capacity crowd, then you go on the road for three straight road games. And then you come back for a Sunday night on after going one in, I guess it was one and two. So you're, oh, yeah, you're like one and three coming into that Sunday night game. How do you pick up any steam? Now they lose. That's on that part's on them. But then you go back on the road for two more games. They lose, they split those. But then by the time they get back here, they're a two win team and then they're playing only their third third game at home which conveniently enough at that point falls on Easter Sunday. So like now you get to these last two home games of the season, they're a two win team 
have only had three games in town here at two of them at just miserable times to play a football game. Of course, there's not going to be any juice around the team. And mm. yes, and while, and while some of that is on them for not winning itself, and ultimately at the end of the day, you know, the, the, that's the biggest thing there. It helps just as much to have the community behind you and have the schedule makers I don't want to say accommodate, but be realistic, especially when San Antonio is one of the markets when it comes to these upstart leagues that actually does well. Mm-hmm. And so the yeah. fact that that's the way it turned out, the way it did, it's unfortunate. It, um, is. it is. But we'll only have two more weeks, and then we're not talking about them until yeah. hopefully next year. Hopefully it's not the last we talk about them, period. No, hopefully. I can imagine another another failed semi-pro football team in San Antonio. Would not be surprised. But yeah, make sure to follow Casey again on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Check him out on the Kins 5 TV sports side here Thursday through Sunday, correct, Casey, right? I'm all, I'm all. Oh, this yeah. week I'm actually Thursday through Sunday. Okay, Thursday. But I'm okay. all over the place. Yeah. And uh, yeah, check him out. Yeah, yeah, the weekend, right, exactly. Yeah. And uh, make sure to follow Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, and the Kins 5 Plus app. Don't forget about that. And also check we got locked on game to game NBA, all the NBA playoff recaps, play in recaps, locked on game to game NBA. Make that your second lesson of the day. So for Casey, Mr. Universe Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. <laughs> We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. <laughs> Thank you.